My name is Jamie Atkinson, founder of podcastclosing.com, and this show is built for six and seven figure entrepreneurs with podcasts who are looking to grow and scale their customer acquisition using that show. If you're a six or a seven figure entrepreneur with a podcast and you want to get featured on this show to talk about your own podcast journey, go to top100interview.com. Now over to your glamorous host, Brittany Chaterbock, and don't forget to subscribe for daily interview content. Hey guys, welcome back to the show. Super excited today. It's it's Britt here today, by the way. And you know, we have an amazing guest coming on. The guest I'm bringing on is Maggie Isley. She is a recovered corporate drone turned turned into branding expert and works with Nair, she works as a neurodivergent mentor and coach for entrepreneurs. She is the podcast host of Be Unemployable. Welcome to the show, Maggie. How's it going? Oh my gosh, it's going so good. Thanks for having me. Absolutely. Such a pleasure. And I mean, you know, I kept the intro really brief, but I know that there is a lot to fill in there. So if you don't mind, you know, let's start off by telling a bit of your story. I know that you have a very powerful story and I really would love to share that with our listeners to have them get to know you a little bit better. I mean, the challenges you have gone through to get to where you are today are incredible. So if you don't mind diving in there, we'll start, we'll start with that. All right. Awesome. So yeah, let's, let's start at the beginning. So back in 2010, so we're talking like almost 13 years ago now, I lost my home. So we are talking full on, full on homelessness. It was an issue of condos and not being fully funded. And my husband was too embarrassed to tell me. So we are talking layers upon layers, not having enough money, not having a healthy relationship, just layers. And I opened the door one day and there is a man at the door. And he says to me, so why are you still here? This goes up for auction in two days. Can you imagine? And I'm like, what are you talking about? What are you talking about? I slam the door in his face and I scream for my husband. And he comes to the top of the stairs and he's like, I didn't know how to tell you. I grab the kids. I call my family and they're like, okay, let's call the movers. They called the movers. We end up living in my great aunt's basement until we can find a home. It was, it was devastating. We had to leave about half of our belongings behind because there wasn't enough time. And we went from that to owning a home. I own my home. I started my business back in 2016. And now I own a multi six figure business. So that's the Cliff Notes, Spark Notes version. Well, thank you for sharing that with us. That is incredibly devastating and hard. I can't imagine being in that position where it's totally out of the blue. You had no idea this is coming. Like, I, I, how do you handle that? Right. 
to having to start all over from scratch. It was, yes, it, that's exactly how, how it started. It was, it was completely starting over and it turned out to be amazing. You don't think of it that way, but it really was. It's made you who you are today, right? Mm -hmm. And tell me, what were the biggest challenges when, you know, starting from scratch to getting to that six figure, multiple six figure, how did you, I mean, how did you approach this business and, you know, get to that next, every next level? Because we know it's like a roller coaster being an entrepreneur. How did you handle that with, on top of this juggling, having your kids and, you know, not having your own home and everything like that? So I put my, my nose to the grindstone at the beginning, right? Like first challenge, let's get a steady place to live and let's get, make sure these kids, their life's not interrupted. And once I had that squared away, I was like, I can't continue to live in this corporate world. Life is too short because if anything was to be taken away from that jarring experience, it was that I am not meant to spend my life sitting behind the desk, making other people money. And I started a blog. That's how it all started as I started blogging and I was able to monetize almost instantly. So I was like, okay, people will pay me to hear me talk. This is fantastic. They want, they want to hear me. And a local mom's group came in and started um, offering products. They wanted to sponsor me in different ways. And one of the moms was like, would you brand my business? And I was like, I don't know what that means, but I would love to do it. Give me, let me figure it out. And I started, started researching it, educated myself on what that meant because I actually went to school for business management. So figuring out what a full brand design would mean, I was like, all right, calm down. Like I'll figure it out, but, (laughs) but give me, give me a moment. And that's how I started building this business is it was a community of local moms filtering me business and it it came fast it came fast and furious and i replaced my income i went full time in my business in 2019 and i replaced my income that year and the next year 2020 is when i hit six figures and i have exceeded that every year and 20, 2013, well, 2022 is when I was hoping to hit seven and it didn't work out. So 2024 is now my goal for seven figures. If not 2023, I mean, let's be real. I would love it for it to be 2023. Who wouldn't, right? Absolutely. Right. (laughs) So do you feel like, Maggie, tell me how you feel like... I've heard this a few times. I don't know if you agree with it, but you know, when, when shit really hits the fan, everything's going out of control thing, bad things are happening. You know, you don't know what's going to come next. Is Mm -hmm. that, did you feel like when that obviously took you some time to get to where you are today, but 
normally when I've noticed with other people on interviews, my guests have mentioned, you know, when everything goes wrong, that's when you know something life-changing, something really good is about to happen because everything is just bonkers. Yes. Do you feel the same yes. way? Yes, absolutely. Whenever, because it can't get worse. So you right. know, it's about to get better. And to me, it's always been an, I, it, maybe it's the books I read, but I, I believe it's like an upper limit problem at that point, because 100%. you're about, you're about to break through. You're about to have a new, new level, new devil, right? Like you're about to have that breakthrough to a new, a new level that you don't, you don't know how to manage. And that's why you're, you're coming up on all these issues. And it's actually pretty exciting when everything goes wrong because you know that's what's going to happen. You know, know, that breakthrough is coming. You know, it's there. And it's not something that you're familiar with until you've actually encountered it. And then once you've, once you've encountered it and you've broken through it, it, it's so good. It's so good because then the next time, you know, you get a flat on the side of the road on the same day that you were supposed to be attending a bridal shower that you were the maid of honor and everything's going wrong. You're like, Oh, I can't wait to see what's coming. Cause you know, yeah, yeah. you know, you mentioned, uh, you know, the upper limit problem. I, I, I've been reading about that, uh, quite recently, actually, because I have this book by Gay Hendricks called um, The Big Leap. Mm-hmm. And they talk That's it. about, is, I was wondering if that's, that's where you it. From. Yeah. I mean, you guys, if you haven't read the book already, go get the book. It's going to, it's going to make so much more sense to you why all these things are happening the way that they are and um, kind of gives you some hope, right. And some redirection. That's the book. So absolutely. Gay Hendricks, he's fantastic. And the book is outstanding. So it'll reframe so much. And then once you, once you pay attention, because it's that reticular activating system, right? So it's the part of your brain that once you start looking for things, you see it just like if you buy a red car and all of a sudden you see red cars everywhere, it's training yourself to look for the good And that's what that upper limit problem is, is once you realize that challenges are training you for the next big thing and how to overcome adversity, oh my gosh, it changes your whole outlook. It changes everything. 100%. So it's, it's just such a good book and it changes so many things. Absolutely. And I was wondering to myself, like, why, why is this happening? Or like, it, it just starts why to me, make sense, right? Got, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Guys, it changes just pick up the, the book. <laughs> why me conversation. Yes, pick it up. Go get it. It's on Audible. It's everywhere. Where do you want to pick it up? You can pick it up. Like, 100%. It's so good. So good. Maggie, tell me a little bit about, or, like, I know that we kind of covered a little bit of it, but do you want to dive in even deeper as to, you know, your business growth? How did you like, what were the steps you took possibly, or yeah, however you want to dive into this, but to 10X your company's revenue? Yes. So you guys, what I figured out was how not to be a scumbag when I was selling. That's what I did. 
Like, I'm not joking. I, I figured it out. Like I, before I was following everyone's quote unquote proven tactics, which were like 50 piece funnels and 37 piece emails and all of these things. And they're great. Don't get me wrong. I use funnels and I use emails and I I love them and I, you still need them. But what I switched out was how I was actually speaking to people. So a lot of people start their sales conversation with so much emphasis on themselves, right? You as the service provider. Oh my gosh, let me tell you why I'm such a good fit for your project. Mm -hmm. And no matter how many times you hear this piece of advice, because I'm not going to be the first person to tell you, and I'm not going to be the last, this piece of advice is so important. The person who is looking for a solution, so call them a prospect, call them whatever you want, but the point is they're a person. They are looking for the the answer to their problem. That's what they're looking for. And they're going to buy from the person who understands them the best. They are not looking to get on a call or however they buy from you. They are not looking to get on that, have that conversation with you and then hear all about you and all about your history, your education, what you can do. So I started all my conversations with questions. So tell me about your issue. What happens if we don't change that? Basically, what's at risk, right? These are things that we all know from writing sales pages. Mm -hmm. But have you actually talked to your prospect and asked them these questions? They want to tell you. So by changing the conversation from being focused on me and what I can do for them, and changing it to what they are actually feeling and what they actually need. I was able to truly see them and they were able to feel seen. And I closed all my sales. Like I just closed them all. I literally closed every person I got on a call with. And my numbers skyrocketed. Honestly, I oversold myself. Like I, I overbooked myself. I had to take three months off in 2021 because I overbooked myself to a point where I was almost burnt out. I went to Sedona and relaxed afterwards. Like it was, it was almost an issue because I, I couldn't get anybody to say no. I had to stop taking calls. But that was the secret is I just shifted the dialogue from truly not being about me. All the questions that we know people want to answer because we ask them in order to write our sales pages. We we ask them in order to write those emails, to write the funnel pages. We know. Just ask them to their face. Ask them in a conversation. Right. And then validate them. Okay, so what I hear you saying is this, and then prescribe your solution, right? Truly say, okay, based on what you've told me, this is what the best solution for you would be. That's all it is. 
And once I switched into that mode instead of sales and and then actually switched into listening to somebody and helping them, I I couldn't not sell somebody. And it wasn't sales anymore. It was helping them. Right. If I had the right solution for you, I I closed the client. I love how that you easy. mentioned. Yeah. And you know what you, you mentioned? No worries. There's a bit of a delay. I don't know if it's myself <laughs> or you. It doesn't matter. But, you know, you mentioned like the person who... I can't remember word for word what you said, but basically the one who wins the sales, the person who cares the most, you know, really shine mm-hmm. a light on them. Let say less, less is more. Listen, just listen. It's so true because there's, you know, there's so many times that salespeople are so attached to the outcome of getting that sale. Yeah. And then either they don't get the sale or possibly it's just an absolute nightmare because they weren't in it for the right intentions. And I mean, you got to look at it from a perspective of, of how am I going to change this person's life? You know, instead of I'm going to get that sale, I'm going to make that money. You know, it makes all the difference. And yeah, that's it. That's all it took. And that tells you right there that it's not about the quality of your leads. It's not about any of these things that we make excuses for when we're not hitting the numbers. Those are just excuses. It's about the quality of the conversation you're having with these people. Just talk to them. They want to be heard. And if you're having a conversation that you can tell from, you know, a mile away that that is not the right person for you. Awesome. Tell them that. Right. All right. From the sounds of it, this doesn't seem like it would be a great collaboration. I have names of ABC that I would love to refer you off to. Amazing. Because then if they have someone they think would be a good fit for you, you still made a great connection. Right. Otherwise you have a great referral. Exactly. That's, that's all I had to do. I, it's not groundbreaking. Business is it business can be hard. I'm not saying it's not, there aren't parts to it, you know, taxes, stuff like that, but the actual person to person part is really easy. That's the easiest part. And you know, it's about the relationships and if you mm -hmm. care and you allow them to feel heard. And if you actually have a solution and you're honest about that, you're not just making an offer when you're not too sure whether it's a fit, you're being honest with them. Sorry, we're not, I don't think this is the right fit. You know, that's going to come tenfold. Like they're going to refer you because you're trustworthy. You're, you know, you never know. Yeah. It doesn't mean every single person has to be sold, but they could be sending you people later down the road. Like, oh, this is, this is a referral from this person that I didn't even sell to. Like, you know, but being referrals are amazing. Referrals are the lifeline of any healthy business. Right. And I mean, my, um, I have a podcast co-host and she has referred me clients and she started as a client Wow. and grew to the point where it's like, it only makes sense. It only makes sense for you to come on as, as a co-host and have it. It'll, 
it's that's part of the world that I like to live in is have it to where even if it doesn't make sense to do business together, it still makes sense to keep you in my sphere. Right. You know, like it's, I like to view people as people. And I think that changes the game when it, when it comes to business, instead of viewing people as dollar signs. A hundred percent, a hundred percent. Maggie, tell us a bit about the podcast. What were your intentions behind it? Now, I know that you have co-hosts now, but yeah, if you let us know what your intentions were and, and where you're at today with it, that'd be that'd be cool. Yeah. So when I first started it, I started it by myself and I was like, oh, I'm just going to, I'm just going to talk to myself and occasionally interview people and just share mm-hmm. my outlook. I wanted to share the true behind the scenes of business, because I felt like everyone was showing up so perfect and polished all the time. And I was like, please, I can't be the only one who some days feels like they have no idea what's going on. Like, like I not said, not the only one I'll tell of... you that much. Right, right. <laughs> me, I was like, I that can't sounds be. a lot like me. <laughs> I was like, I cannot be it. Can't, come on. And then I got, my life just got kind of away from me. So I was like, okay, I really need a co-host because doing it alone, you know, I, I couldn't, I couldn't do it. I'm, I am ADHD and, and autistic. And I was like, I can't do it by myself. Like I need, you kind of need a buddy, right? Right. So I brought on a co-host. Her name is Jamie Coutinho and we do both um, like co-hosting episodes. And then we, we've been, we haven't been doing it recently, but we have both done individual episodes. And what we do now is we focus on the neurodivergent community and we speak to what business is like as an ADHD or autistic entrepreneur, because it's different for us in a lot of ways when certain structures have been built by a neurotypical entrepreneur. Like if you've ever hired a neurotypical coach and you're a neurodivergent entrepreneur, they'll tell you, well, you just have to put your nose down and get it done. Ooh, that's not going to work for us because what happens with an ADHD entrepreneur is we shut down when we're told to just get it done we go into the pathological avoidance. We are not going to do it. So we speak to topics like that. And what that does is it allows us to educate on a larger scale, but it also acts as my favorite thing. It'll act as a lead generator for us. So people come in to a Facebook group through that. And they come into one of two Facebook groups. We have a Facebook group for our podcast. And then we have Facebook groups for our separate offerings. So it depends where we have multiple points of entry based on where the person is. Jamie is a master of um, occupational therapy. So if it's somebody who really needs to get their actual life in order before they can function in the business realm, 
That's something Jamie focuses on. Whereas I focus heavier on the business side. Okay. So we have multiple points of entry there, but it's for education and of course, lead generation. I love that, that you have the two of you, you know, focusing on different areas, Um, Mm -hmm. you know, that can make things a lot smoother. You know, one person whose strengths are in one side can focus on that stuff and and then the other person on the other stuff. Um, That's, that sounds like a good way to do it. So I like that. Yeah. It's important. I think when you have a co-host that you're not both just doing the same thing. Right. (laughs) Absolutely. And so do you, you still do interviews at the moment as well, correct? We, we do when it's, when it's appropriate. Yeah. Nice. And what kind of, I guess, how do you go about attracting those people to come on the show, those entrepreneurs or whoever it is? They find us more often than not. Oh, interesting. Okay. I like that. So you're attracting them. That's great. Yeah. It's, it blows my mind. I'm not going to lie. It blows my mind when people, when people reach out. And like when you, I saw, you know, my Spotify wrapped this year for the podcast, like those kind of stats, like all of that all blows my mind every time. But I think that podcasts are truly undervalued for how valuable they are. And they're right. underrated because they are like, I was in a Facebook group once and someone actually said, oh yeah, I listened to your podcast. And I was like, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. You listen to our podcast, like, excuse me. I I'm sure that you need my autograph. I will send it to you on my headshot. I'm clearly this famous. Is the best. <laughs> like, but really, that's like, how you feel. You're like, oh, right. I'm sure You're you like, did hear it. No that's big me. deal. Right. I'm so famous. I'm so famous now. It's not a big deal or anything. But yeah, that's. Yeah, it's wild. But yeah, Facebook groups, I I think Facebook groups are are underrated for they that are. as well. Mm-hmm. Like I I love them for business. And yeah. I know I know a lot of kids aren't on Facebook anymore, but I still love it. Uh, I, I prefer Facebook overall. I mean, I, yeah. I I just use it for personal, but I know with our, you know, with even our interviews we post, you know, looking for entrepreneurs, six figure or higher, higher to come on our yep. show to talk about the podcast. So, and it does like, it generates so many leads, you know, like yeah, so many and people that's how we connected. as a guest. I mm-hmm. was tagged as I was tagged in, in a post. Right. And like I was like, I would have never seen it if someone hadn't tagged me, but I was tagged and I was like, oh yeah, this sounds like me. Okay. Hi. Yeah. So yeah. it Incredible. was perfect. Yep. Now, and our networks do a lot of the work for us. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Now, um, you mentioned using it as a lead generator. Has there been any, and this is great because I love, you know, podcasts, like, have you ever felt like the opportunities having a podcast are just endless? Like you're meeting people you would normally never meet had you not had, had that podcast the opportunities, the doors that open, like globally, how do you feel about that? I love it. So this is, 
this is uh, my business podcast, but I have had podcasts since, I don't know, six, 2016 or 2017. I've been a mm-hmm. podcaster and the people, the connections, just the, it's connection. That's what it is. It's a, it, the connections that you make from it are wild and they aren't anything that you would think going into it. You know, you go into it because you just want to share an idea. You're like, Oh, I have this great idea. I'm going to, I'm going to tell all these people about it. Or, you know, in my case, I've had podcasts where I'm just sharing funny stories, right? Just sharing humor. And all of a sudden you are reaching people in other countries, you are yeah. reaching people across the globe who have had similar experiences or th- whatever it is. And it's just, it reminds you how we're all the same, even if we're different. We're all experiencing the same journey. We can all help each other. We all have, like, you're creating these connections that are so exciting and exhilarating. And it's just not something that you go into it thinking about, or at least I didn't. I didn't either. Mm-hmm. And it it's just so much more. And I love it. Me too. I just love it. Yep. Absolutely. Love like it. The connections are just incredible. Mm-hmm. Now, have you had any challenges within the podcast that might be relatable to those listening as well? Or maybe you're facing a challenge right now with the podcast or any of them that you have overcome. Our biggest challenge is both of us being ADHD. Like, so we landed both of us, Jamie and I on this podcast, we both landed TED talks and wow. Congrats. we had, Thanks. And so we had them in December and we post weekly. So when the Ted talks came, I wasn't expecting, I thought Jamie landed a Ted talk and I was doing a set, something with second city, which is, a, um, if you're not familiar, if any listener is not familiar, second city is out of Chicago and they also have a presence in Toronto and, and, um, California, but they are a, they're like a comedy troupe. So I was doing a storytelling class and she was doing a TEDx talk. And I thought, okay, this is great. Like we both have stuff going at the same time, but we'll still be able to continue on with the podcast. Like it was a good timing. But then when I was doing something with her and her TEDx talk, the organizers of their event decided that I would be a good speaker as well. And they reached out to me for TEDx. So I ended up speaking at that TEDx event too. Well, the preparations for that are, they're a lot. It's a lot. It's a lot that goes into a TEDx talk. You don't just hop up on stage and share like a story. Mm -hmm. Like for me, there was a lot of um, scientific research. Like I had a, a lot of science stuff that went in the background. So our podcast took a month and a half off and it was not planned. So 
that can be a challenge when mm-hmm. it's two people and we've only run like a week ahead right and something big comes up like that and you have to prioritize yeah absolutely and for us the TEDx talk took precedence so we were like, sorry. And we did, Absolutely. we went because we have a, we have a Facebook group for our podcast listeners. We went into the Facebook group and shared what was going on. We shared that, you know, this, it turns out we're both going to be speaking at this event and we're taking, we're taking, we called it a mental health break. So that way we had space and our listeners were fine. You know, like, and we told them we'll be back in January. So we ended up taking December off because it was not possible. So yeah, we do run into challenges. Prioritizing unexpected business events, things like that. They can throw yeah, a in it, even, even absolutely. if you don't want it to. Right. But not, I mean, you're not alone. Not yeah. alone there for sure. Very very much um, happens often. I hear about that often. Mm-hmm. It happens. You just got to pick what's top priority right now. And that and that's okay. Yeah. And you'll resume when you can. And that's what we did. Yeah. We were like, hey guys. And then when we, because the last episode we did before the break was announcing the TEDx talk and the Second City event. And then it was like, sorry. <laughs> it There's no way. Yeah. So Maggie, was, what is your top desire and, and focus for the next six months or 2023? I know you mentioned so, seven figures before, but I don't know if you have any like other goals and, and, uh, you know, focuses right now. So we are going to be launching, um, be unemployable as a brand. <gasps> I love it. Instead of just the podcast. We're launching that at the end of quarter one, beginning of quarter two. And we'll be doing that with the summit and then a tiered offering. So we'll have a mini membership and then also a mid-tier membership. And then it'll grow based on that. This is exciting. It is exciting. So the first, uh, the first quarter is, you know, launching the brand second is the summit. And then the offers come afterwards or that is exciting. The offers are good. So we're actually launching, um, I'm working with, with, uh, Krista at summit in a box. She has an accelerator program and I'm working with her to launch launch the offer on the back end of the summit. So it will be coming on the back end of the summit. We'll have, we'll have our tiered offerings coming out. This is exciting for you. Yeah. So it's very exciting. We're, we're working on lining up all of our speakers for our summit right now. And we already have our domain. So adhdfriendlybusiness.com if anyone wants to go and get on the wait list for the summit you're welcome to 
it'll we'll notify you when we have more information whereabouts are you hosting the summit or is it online or it's going to be online it's going to be a fully Good. online summit love it and it because it is ADHD friendly, it will have replays available without purchasing an all access pass. So that way Perfect. you don't have to purchase it to have access to replays for at least the first 48 hours. Perfect. So we're giving a little longer than normal. Yeah. This all sounds so exciting. exciting. It is very exciting. exciting. So that's what's starting off this year. And that's in addition to my business, which is still the same as it's been, which is I'm not changing much going on there because I need something to stay consistent so that I can remain sane, which is still, you know, I do offer some one-on-one services. It's waitlist only right now. And then I do offer design services through 929studios.com. Love it. Maggie, this has been absolutely amazing. I love the, the, the flow of the conversation today. I mean, we covered some incredible stuff here. And I mean, thank you for being vulnerable and talking about those struggles because there's so many times we just see the end result. But we don't know what's yeah. gone in, on in between and all the struggles and challenges that people have, entrepreneurs have to overcome to get to that point. So I'm really happy that you were open um, about that with myself and my listeners. Um, that's what I'm looking for on my show. So thank you. Now, if anyone's looking to connect with you, maybe with your services, whatever it might be, what are some of the best ways to go ahead and connect? You can always find me on my website. That's maggieisley.com. Last name is I-S-L-E-Y.com or Instagram. Other amazing place to get me. That is username Maggie, middle initial D like Diane. Last name is Isley or listen to the podcast. Always. Be unpl- unemployable. I love it. Be unemployable. Great podcast. You guys. Yeah. Come and find us on the podcast. You can actually listen if you want like the down and dirty of the full story about losing the house and all that it's covered on one of the more recent episodes. So you'll see it. It's called Maggie's story. And you'll find that one. So yeah, find me there. Love it. Maggie, thank you so much. This has been an absolute pleasure having you on. And, you know, um, I, I hope to have you on again in the future as well, just to see how things are and have some more stories and, and take it from there. It was really enjoyable. Oh, thank you so much for having me. This was great. You betcha. Group, if you're listening and enjoyed, please like and subscribe. If you're a six-figure entrepreneur or higher and want to come on just like Maggie Isley did today, please go to Top 100 Interview. I'd love to get you on as well. Thanks, guys. Catch you on the next episode. Hey, everyone. I hope you really enjoyed that episode. As always, if you want to listen to more daily interview content, make sure you subscribe. And here's three ways I can help you in your business for free. One, check out my video on how we're building a pipeline that produces 30 plus prime sales calls every single week using podcast setters and a basic interview funnel. And this is actually how I was able to quit social media forever. You can go to podcastrebels.com forward slash setters. Two, if you're a six or a seven figure entrepreneur with a podcast, we actually want to interview you on one of our top 100 shows. Head to top100interview.com. And then three, 
download our podcast closing formula. It shows you how to create a podcast sales team that books out your sales calendar each week using the podcast closing client attraction method. And you can go to podcastrebels.com forward slash podcast formula. Now at podcastclosing.com, we help six and seven figure entrepreneurs with podcasts create a system for predictable client acquisition without relying on paid advertising or social media by building out podcast sales teams. Now, if you want help turning your podcast into a high ticket client acquisition machine, then book a call with our team to see how we can help. Go to podcastrebels.com forward slash chat. All right, guys, we'll see you in the next interview.